Welcome to the Getting Heaven Into People podcast. I'm Dave Ripper, a pastor here in New England, and I want to thank you for listening. After two years of the pandemic, almost all of us are hurting in some way, and so many of our churches are reeling. To address the deeply felt need Christians and churches have, I've designed this podcast to invite us to experience deeper healing and freedom over a 40-day journey as we pursue spiritual transformation together. I'm praying today's episode helps you experience greater joy, contentment, and confidence in your life and walk with God. So as you listen, may God's grace and peace be with you. Well, welcome to Getting Heaven in the People. I'm Dave Ripper from Crossway Christian Church here in Nashua, New Hampshire. And along with my role as serving as Crossway's lead pastor, I've been the chaplain of the Boston Bruins the last seven years. And I just want to take a brief moment to give a big shout out to one of our chapel guys, Nick Foligno, who just played his 1,000th NHL game. Happened the night before this podcast was recorded. Just an unbelievable accomplishment. And I just want to give a big shout out of congratulations to you, friend. Well, today we're on day 17 of a 40-day journey where we're learning and praying about how to cultivate greater spiritual freedom. We focused the first series of episodes on the inward journey, and now we're spending the next week or so journeying outward, allowing the work that God is doing within us to impact those around us. How does that happen? And this journey outward is what I'm calling Psalm 23 ministry. Each day we're reading and praying through this beloved passage of scripture and listening for how God might teach us to serve him in the way and pattern of the great shepherd. So I invite you just for a moment to be still And just allow me to pray this psalm over you. And then we'll learn the first of six key qualities of a Psalm 23 leader or minister, and that's sufficiency. So let's hear these beloved words of Scripture afresh and anew today. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me on paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Well, today I want to explore verse 1 together. The Lord is my shepherd I lack nothing, or I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Just allow that reality to move from your head to your heart for a moment. In the good shepherd's care, you lack nothing. Do you believe that? Really believe that? It's okay if not. 
We can ask God to help us come to believe this is really true. It reminds me a lot of 2 Peter 1.3, which says, God has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Maybe not everything we want, but everything we need. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Several years ago, I had the privilege of launching the Boston chapter of the Made to Flourish Pastors Network. It's a friendship of pastors committed to helping our congregations connect our Sunday faith to our Monday work. And one of the best events I was privileged to be a part of and help to curate was with another church network called Greater Things for Greater Boston. And we were privileged to host Lisa Slayton, a powerful ministry leader from my home city of Pittsburgh, to bring her here to Boston. And through her leadership, Pittsburgh has gained a a great reputation for helping churches and marketplace leaders converge to help spread kingdom presence throughout Western PA. Now, for anyone from Boston who's ever looked down on the Steel City, it felt like a huge win to bring a Yinzer to Beantown to show New Englanders how it's really done. Now, I'll never forget her opening remarks to a room full of influential Christian leaders across many industry sectors. She said, Boston has everything it needs to lead a kingdom movement. Boston already has everything it needs. Then she went on to name one of the biggest hurdles that keeps us from believing this to be true. We can suffer from a scarcity mentality instead of an abundance mentality, causing us to subconsciously believe that we don't have enough or aren't equipped enough or that New England is too much of a spiritual desert to gain kingdom ground because of all the enemy's doing. And she's right. Boston, your home, Nashua, your city, has everything it needs. And she's right because this is not some type of self-help power of positive thinking sort of mentality, but we can actually live with an abundance mindset. We can overcome our insecurities that hold us back and weigh us down for one simple reason. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. What might be something God has called you to do? that you've hesitated to do because of your insecurities or your fears or perhaps the areas of unfreedom in your life that have told you, no, you can't. Who are you kidding? This thing could be a big thing, a large project, or it might be a smaller act of obedience that God is calling you to, like to walk across the room to have a hard conversation or to invite people to explore the way of Jesus. Psalm 23 ministry begins by believing God is your shepherd and you lack nothing. Now, people who know my deep appreciation for Dallas Willard's work, okay, obsession with Dallas Willard's works, uh, they ask me often which of his books they should start reading from kind of the Willardian corpus. And it's a pretty difficult question to answer. They're all so good. They all add great insight into life with God. But typically, I will recommend a book to begin with based on the person who I'm talking to and what their needs are, what their level of interest is, how ready for Willard they are or not. But if I had to answer this question more generally, not knowing the person who's asking the question, I typically recommend Willard's book, Life Without Lack, which was published posthumously a few years ago. And Life Without Lack is built on a series of teachings Willard gave on Psalm 23 to a local church in California. 
And one of the key ideas of the book is what he calls the triangle of sufficiency. The triangle of sufficiency. It's Willard's take on how we go from understanding that a life without lack is possible to actually living a life that derives its power, joy, and sustenance so deeply from the Good Shepherd that you actually experience greater contentment and joy and confidence in your everyday life with God. And the three sides of the triangle are humility, trust or faith, and love. Humility, trust, and love working together in a dynamic partnership with grace coming from the Holy Spirit that enables us to access a life without lack here and now. That's how this triangle of sufficiency works. Now, in my doctoral program through Fuller Seminary and the Dallas Willard Center, I got to write a paper on this dynamic. And I'll read a few uh, segments of this to you for the next few moments and how the triangle of sufficiency applies to Willard. And I think this will set us up for the next few days worth of conversations. As a student at Tennessee Temple, Dallas Willard became convinced that ordinary Christians could have deeper experiences of God in their day-to-day lives. This thought began to emerge because Dallas himself was having his own experiential encounters with the divine during these pivotal college years of his formation. How were experiences like these possible? Not through mere belief or intellectual assent toward faith, but through interactive first-hand knowing of the Trinity. Gaining experiential knowledge of God, though, as Willard contended, must remain anchored to the scriptures like a kite remains tethered to the ground by a string. For Willard, the scriptures were a reliable and realistic treatise on a life well lived. They were also a gateway to encountering the presence of God. In his first book on Christian spirituality, Hearing God, Willard writes, Scripture is a communication that establishes communion and opens the way to union, all in a way that is perfectly understandable once we begin to have experiences with it. Experience tethered to Scripture, wedded with tradition and reason, comprise the foundation to Willard's approach to spiritual formation, which culminated in union to God. We talked all about that as the goal of the Christian spiritual life in an earlier episode. And the fruit of this union then can perhaps be best captured through the cultivation of the virtues of humility, trust, and love, which comprise this triangle of sufficiency. So in Life Without Lack, Willard likens the virtue of humility to death to self, and he likens trust to faith. Combined with love, these virtues comprise what we're talking about, this triangle of sufficiency, to say it again, which are the essential ingredients that make a life that lacks nothing actually possible, something that we can begin to attain in an ever greater fashion. Now, these virtues do not have a static relationship to one another, but a dynamic one. And according to Willard, there is a divine synergism between them as each one nourishes the other. Faith feeds death to self. Death to self feeds love. Love feeds faith. And on and on it gloriously goes, he writes. I just love that. Now let me make a little podcast confession. 
One of my most frustrating tendencies, I think, among my coworkers or people who have served alongside of me, especially when it comes to my communication, is that I tend to overestimate how much content I can pack into an allotted amount of time, which means I almost always preach a lot longer than I predict. I think I'm just carried along by the Holy Spirit, but that is for each person to decide on their own. But as a preacher, probably the most common critique I can receive as well is having too much content. Now, I share all this to state that I thought I could talk about all three of these dynamics, humility, faith, and uh, or trust and love all within this 10-minute podcast that is already going over 10 minutes. And all I've done so far is introduce this dynamic. So we're going to adjust a little bit, and over the next three episodes, I'm going to explore each of these three key dynamics to sufficiency in God, which is essential to Psalm 23 ministry. And after that, we'll look at the other five qualities of Psalm 23 ministry, presence, discernment, faith, faithful resistance, overflow, and soul care. And so until then, may God enable you to truly believe and know that you have everything you need for life and godliness. May he free you from being caught in the grip of a scarcity mentality. And may you find deep joy in knowing God is your shepherd and that in him you lack nothing. Grace and peace, friends.